On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nothing because they aren't real. Oh, man. That reminded me of a funny thing I thought of that you might not think is super funny. But it was like, uh, you know what would hurt? Getting nailed to a cross and dying. Hey, you know what would hurt? Not existing and not being real. And like the joke is that Jesus isn't real. And I realize as I say it out loud, it, it needs a better setup. It's not quite working. Well, also, like, not existing means that it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, there's there's fundamental flaws with this. But, uh, I got a question for you. Yes. You get $5.2 million. Okay. But you have to uppercut a woman whose son has just died in the war. And she just found this out, and she's like, oh, my day can't get worse. And then you have to uppercut her. Okay. And then she goes, oh, my day got worse, and she commits suicide. Okay. Do you do it? Yeah. See, I was talking to my brother about this, and I was like, I bet Cameron will just immediately take the money. I mean, and I was trying to kind of get around it. I was like, what if I give her half of the money so she doesn't commit suicide? And he's like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, man, $5.2 million is a lot of money to just punch a woman. So, you you assault her mm-hmm. because someone's paying you to do it. Yes. She has grounds to take that money from you. But she kills herself, so she doesn't. That makes it better. Technically, yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is being filmed. Okay. But I don't think there are any other repercussions other than the internet will be mad for a bit, and then they'll, Trump will tweet something stupid, and they'll be mad at that instead. Is Trump still president? Hmm. I feel like yes. Then he'll pardon me. Oh, there you go. Because she was a terrorist. Probably. You saved America by making a terrorist commit suicide. We solved the I problem. I thought I was. I, I mean... Yeah. It's up to the lamestream media to decide what really happened, but everyone will forget in a week, so... We're bad people. This is Opinions right. Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. <laughs> Cameron! <laughs> Hi, Cameron! Oh. I love being Cameron. That's good, because no one else can be Cameron. Uh, some people can be. Mm-hmm. It's a somewhat common name. I don't know that many Cameron, though. I know one. Is it the guy in like, the mirror? No, it, he was like a... He was like a stupider version of me that was better in every other way. Oh, that's weird. That's a weird tra- trade-off. Like, he was, he was more liked and athletic and look better and mm. made better life choices but like i could i can use words gooder than he could what's a bad life choice you've made um uh a, a drinking daily is that really a bad choice though yes cuz i do that and i feel like i could make worse choices yeah there are worse choices it doesn't mean it's not bad i suppose <laughs> <laughs> oh fun times so how was your week chad oh i've had a great week i'm actually in a really good mood lots of good things have been happened to me which probably shouldn't mean i maybe didn't open on the best joke that clearly didn't go anywhere but anyways i got a kitty and uh i was hesitant on the kitty and then i got the kitty and now i'm really happy i have the kitty what's the kitty's name the kitty's name is ripley he's a cute little dark uh 
gray tabby cat. He's got some black striping going on his back. Everyone was like, oh, he's a black cat. And I was like, that's not a black cat. That is a, that is a gray tabby. But he's got a little white... Did they white change pom- colors? No. People are just stupid. Okay. He's got little white paws, and he really likes to play with stuff. And he likes to, to take running jumps to, and then, like, claw onto me like he's, like, trying to climb Mount Everest or some shit. Just dig pain into my legs. Um, and I really like him. He's, he's, he's super cute. He's been a lot of fun to have this week. That's good. I like it. Yeah, he's he's been a really good pot. I haven't got, like, shit done this week because of him, <laughs> but... There are worse things. That's good. How's uh how's your kitchen cutting? Oh, uh, I got the cabinets installed yesterday. I got to come nice. home and actually see them, and that's cool. been great. They look they look really nice. I like the layout cool. a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I like that. Yeah, I got yeah. I put away my dishes that have been in cardboard boxes for a month and a half. Uh, Tuesday of next week, I get my appliances in, and then probably Thursday of that week, I will hopefully have uh. A plumber come and hook up the water to them. So I'm really close to having a finished functional kitchen. That's pretty good then. You're like an adult. I know. <clears throat> Life's been good right now, and I'm I'm waiting for like the other hammer to drop, where I have like ovarian <laughs> cancer or something. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. How about you? How you doing? I don't know. Oh, drink more. All right, I'll do that. Be now. happy. You're gonna get, you're gonna get Halo on the PC. I got it already. I'm hearing a lot of bugs. I haven't tried it on my end yet. The only thing I've heard that my brother's bitched about is that aim assist is still active on the controller. Yes. And so it's like better to play with a controller than the mouse and keyboard because it's easier to get headshots. I heard a series of problems. Hmm. Like there's no forge. Oh, that is that really a? It's not really a bug. It's more of a missing feature. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't. Even, I don't even mean bugs. Like there are bugs, but there's like design problems too. Oh, I guess the way you so, get armor like unlocks is kind of weird. Like it's it's set up more like a modern game, where maybe there'll be microtransactions in the future so you can buy them. That's good. But I don't really care about that. I just want to like shoot people play Halo and listen to Disturbed. I want to. Um, I I like the idea of playing Halo Reach. And I'm kind of like, do I? Well, I actually spend time playing it, and then I saw it's ten dollars. I'm like, oh, well then, meh. Yeah, that's sort of the thing. Right? Like, I played Halo Reach a bunch. It's been a while. I'm just like, also like, I could play Halo Reach. It's not that long of a game. It took me like eight hours to beat that. If that, it might take. I could probably do it faster depending on the difficulty and some of the skips. Yeah, I. <clears throat> I got into a fight with somebody. How much does this cost? So. I feel like I'm always getting yelled at because people don't like my taste in, like, games. Hmm. And recently, I, I don't remember what what set them off. It was, like, Heroes of the Storm or something. And they just went off on this tangent about how, like, every single game has these microtransactions in it. It's all awful. And I just kind of asked them, like, what if you just don't buy anything? Like, I get that it's annoying, but what if you don't buy it? And that's, like, not an acceptable answer. It is and it isn't, because it really depends on the game. Well, it, it, there's... I think you can complain about design problems, and you can compl- complain about uh, payment options existing. And it's like, I get that people think that... Like, well, when I was your age, I bought a game and it was all there. And it's like, well, yeah, but what about the, like, five levels that they had to cut 
to make print that you just because you don't know that they're not there now that you have the option to buy those five missing levels now you're offended oh there's a huge there's a there's a huge plus and minus to, to the game design at the moment and and what they have going it it really comes down to i feel like it was an assassin's creed game that you could buy uh you get experience faster if you paid money and it removed a lot of grinding in the game if you wanted to get items and see certain things because you didn't have to just keep doing side quests or whatever. Like it, it made the game faster to play. And yeah. there is a debate to be had of like, well, I don't want to grind anymore. I don't have time for that shit. I don't want to have to spend money to make the game feel like it's paced better though either. And so there's a debate there for stuff like cosmetic stuff. I don't really care. Um, there's definitely debates on those too. I just. I just don't care personally. Like, if I don't look the specialist, most special in Overwatch, I'm not. I'm, I'll still sleep at night. I know other people like when you play an online game, how your character looks defines you in that game. Like, it's very important to be like the unique one. Is or it's to a point, anyways, because obviously there's only so many skins. Um, and so unlocking stuff and being able to buy stuff makes an impact on how you perceive yourself in the game. But since it doesn't affect gameplay, I can not think about that. I know other people will have a problem with that, and it could legitimately affect their enjoyment. And so a lot of it comes down to personal taste and just the concessions you're willing to make. And so you have these people going, oh, I don't like this. I don't want to have to make the concession. This should apply to everybody because my worldview should apply to everybody. And I think that is sort of where my issue comes from. So where where my argument was coming from this person... They they were livid that anything exists at all. Oh, well, then, yeah. I asked him, like, this is in a Final Fantasy Discord. I asked him, you play Final Fantasy. Like, that's a, literally, there's a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. You can pay a monthly fee additional to that to get more bank space. And every year or two, they ask you to drop $40 for the expansion. And you've been playing since launch. That's a lot of and money. And they're like, well, that's different. And it's like, there are free MMOs that you can play right now that do not cost anything. How is this different? You could play Warframe right now, which is free. So, and, and they threw a fit or whatever. So, whatever, that's their opinion. This is what kind of irked me. In a different channel in the same Discord, somebody was saying, like, I'm going to buy a Fanta. And Fanta is a, uh, it's a drink your character can get that lets you change your appearance. Okay. So, you can change your, like, your race and stuff. Uh, the same person that was saying microtransactions shouldn't exist, they said, oh, man, I have a problem. I've fanted like three times this week. That's funny. So I looked it up. That's $30. Wow. Yeah, wow. And so I I called him out on it, and like, that's different because it's just cosmetic. See, that's weird, though, that he would complain about one that, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I part of me gets it because like I can ignore stuff that's just cosmetic, but I ignore it in a way that I don't want to buy it, right? Because it doesn't affect the game. I don't know why you'd be like, it's just cosmetic, so I'll throw thirty dollars at shit that literally doesn't matter. But the stuff that I think does matter, I refuse to pay for because of some moral obligation or right. Like I feel like you have that twisted <laughs> around a bit. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm burnt out talking about video game stuff. Okay. We don't have to talk about uh, video game stuff. What do you want to talk about? Um, is there other stuff to talk about? Uh, we could talk about 
Oh, oh, you know what happened that was good this week? What happened? Um, uh, Deathwing came out on Heroes of the Storm. Oh, yeah, this isn't a video game stuff, because it's Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, it doesn't count anymore. It's a way of life, that's different. Yeah. Um, so you, we were talking about this earlier, you've never really, like, gotten into MOBAs, right? Not really. I played a little bit of League of Legends when it first came out, and wasn't a fan. Could, can you say why? It seemed like it was too much to take in too quickly, and I feel like I wasn't taught how to play the game very well. Like, there's so much stats, you have to, like, build armor in the middle of a game, you have to do all this shit, and... Everyone's moving really fast, and every time you die, you get yelled at by your teammates because you're feeding them levels, and it just, it was very overwhelming. There wasn't a good tutorial system, and then the player base was really mean. So, it's interesting you bring that up, that it's too complicated, because this was one of the selling points, I think, for Heroes of the Storm, was they purposefully dumbed it down to make it accessible. And that was also a critique, that they take all the nuance out by doing that. Isn't the nuance like there's like a hundred fucking characters still, though? Well, it's all the builds, though. Like, you want to, you actually want to buy different items and stats depending on who you're going up against. I don't, though. That's a pain in the ass. So, that's that's what's funny, is I was listening to a podcast, and the, the guys were saying how they're getting back into Dota, and the guy was recommended a mod where it's something that you run over Dota, and it will scan your roster so it knows who's on your team and who you're up against. And based on that, we'll recommend the correct items so that you don't have to think about it. Man, that reminds me of so many World of Warcraft mods that I would end up right. downloading because I'm lazy. But that's the thing. It's like, this is how everyone plays. Like, even top level, they use this. Sure. I mean, and it's like, doesn't that remove the nuance? Yeah, I, I, I would say so. I. <laughs> it's like, okay, you, you don't want it to be easier, but it's too hard, so you make it easier. And that means you're better. Yeah. It's funny, like, I've played what I would consider complicated games. I mean, World of Warcraft is a complicated game. I think XCOM is a complicated game. Because there's a lot to do, there's a lot to micromanage. And it's really, at this point, it's just not for me. I don't want to have to think about a thousand things. I just want to, like, shoot someone. Even, like, Overwatch is kind of complicated because there's so many characters. But the the core gameplay loop there is really simple. And that makes it work. And for a MOBA, I feel like the core gameplay loop to me isn't that simple because you got, there's just, I feel like there's a lot you need to do and manage at the same time while on top of managing a bunch of other stuff that these mods help you do. I don't know if that's a fair assessment. It's been a long time since I've played one. I'm sorry, what? Oh, I made a really good I, point and you weren't paying attention. Well, my, my, my mind trailed off. I thought you were going in one direction, and then when I started listening again, you you were making a different point. Oh, see, because I I was afraid I was going to go too far in one direction, and then realized I didn't have any ways to actually go, so I went and backpedaled into a different direction. So really, this is my fault. Yay! And I really just stopped I'm talking because I was thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> <Mobas>. I, yeah, <laughs> I like um, I think that I prefer Dota two, but the Community is the absolute worst. Just the absolute worst. Sure. Um, League of Legends used to be that way, but then they went like Turbo Nazi on on all the thought control, and it improved everything. Mm -hmm. Um, they started banning people. It, League of Legends did the best thing. 
So <laughs> they 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 once put in a patch update where they said like you can report other players. So if someone's like AFK or if you think they're cheating or if they're being abusive, you can like pick these drop down categories. Okay. So they're like, okay, we added a new category. If someone is too low of a skill, you can report them for being bad at the game. Oh, no. And so what they did was they turned that on and told everybody, hey, if you hate your teammates and you think and they're the reason you're losing, you can now vote them down. Now, if you click on that, it puts you in a separate queue of jackasses. Oh, and really? only matched with other people that feel that way. Oh, God, I bet that is a mess. That and 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 you don't know it. It's secret. It's in the matchmaking thing. So the more you use that function, the more you're trapped in this like hellscape of shitty without people. even realizing that you're there. That's great. <laughs> and that drove away a lot of players that are like just they'll never be happy, and they ruin everyone else's good time. Yeah. So it's like okay, you guys all play together, and then they drove each other crazy and all left. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. That is great. That is a uh, that's fucking brilliant. And then what else League of Legends did is that they made the KDA Popstars song, which I really like. Yeah, they rebooted their whole lore. They actually, like, they did this reboot event where they said, hey, we're going to start taking the world seriously. We're going to start expanding on some of these characters. We're going to start, like, giving more variety in these costumes We're going to hire Jorn. We're going to make a fucking power metal album. <laughs> yeah, they actually, like, do creative things to stay engaged. Um... They abuse all their female workers. It's great. Yeah, they had to like settle a lawsuit recently, which is yeah, not ten a, million dollars. Yeah, that, that's not a good look as a company, or is it? I don't know. It, I mean, it means that they're they're paying out and taking it seriously. They are also if they make another KDA song, I'm not going to give a shit because that's what I want. I'm not going to play their game ever again. But I want did their music. The, did you hear the uh, like the the lady that designed half those costumes never got paid for it? That's fucked up. Cause she did a great job. Those costumes. She were great. did. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, she gets some of that ten million dollars. Especially when they sell those costumes in the game. Yeah, she should be getting a cut of each sale. Yes, absolutely. Not just paid for the design work. Man, I hear stuff like that. I'm just like, that... why are so that's people why so I only play games shitty? From... Yeah, I play games from good companies like Blizzard. There you go. Uh... <laughs> so. Buy the land of glass on Steam from Dual World Software. They've never set up a horrible thing once. Except for all that stuff about child coffins. <laughs> and punching women to death for $5.2 million. Yeah, but that was in the past. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. I'm a new person. It's been 10 minutes. It's been, no, it's been uh, like 18 minutes There now. you go. See, it's even longer. So, uh, my point is, I like Heroes of the Storm. There you go. That's a good point. How's Deathwing? It it, oh, he's, he's, uh, do you know how he works? He's a big dinosaur that has, um, or dragon, he's got metal scales and he bleeds, uh, lava. No. He made the, the, this, this artifact to kill all the other dragons. Yes. Um, but he, like, mechanically his gimmick is that he's big. Oh. But part of that is, he has, like, the plated armor, so his health pool is, like, obscene. It's like the biggest in the game by far. Okay. But because he's big, he's not affected by like player interaction. So like crowd control doesn't work on him. You can't stun him. Is he playable? Yeah. So anyone could just like I'm gonna play this giant guy with a giant pool of armor that can't be stunned. Yeah, you also you can't be healed or pulled by your teammates. Okay. So there's a little so, bit of an offset. 
Yeah, so you have to manage your own health, and you can also, like, someone pointed out, there are ults that will, like, push everyone together. Like, if you play Zarya, you pull everyone together. Mm -hmm. That won't work on Deathwing, so you can use that ult to pull everyone together, and then that isolates Deathwing, and you pick him off. Okay. So there's this trade-off that actually works so well, people are calling him the most balanced character they've released. Wow. Like, Hots has a problem where every time they release something, they're completely overpowered for a month. And there's, like, a series of patches to, like, reduce things and tweak it and rebalance it. I feel like Overwatch and, has that problem, too, except uh, that psychic guy that throws the, the rocks. Yeah, Sigma was kind of untouched. He he came out and was okay. They they nerfed him only slightly, and I've already adjusted to the changes. I feel like just his, the way he plays is so familiar that people kind of knew how to play against him just based on his kit right away. Where some of the characters that come out, they're just like, oh, we don't know how to play this because he's so different than everybody else. And so then they complain and then Blizzard nerfs. Right. Or So anyways, I, um, well, I'm sorry, yeah? I was going to say that, which is the thing that's been going on since the dawn of fucking Blizzard. Yeah. That's how they address things. Yeah. It's also, like, did I tell you that story about when they're trying to balance Death Knights, when Death Knights were new? Um, maybe. Because this is... This is something that people kind of forget. Um, there was a point in the game during Wrath of the Lich King where there's like there's two different damage death knights. There's the Unholy and then the Frost. Everybody was playing Frost, and if you look at the damage output numbers, Frost is doing more damage. So they're like, well, how can we... Like, we don't want to take away from Frost. How do we make Unholy... Like, bring it back up closer to Frost? So they, they ran some numbers, and they tweaked a couple things, and they're like, okay, let's buff Unholy a little bit. We're going to increase this one thing, and we're going to increase this other thing, and that should bring it up to where Frost is at. They didn't touch Frost at all. The patch goes out, and then they're checking the numbers, and Frost damage went down. That's fine. Was, wasn't there a point, though, where like Death Knights, people would just make like a cast random macro and just push it and win? Yeah. That too. So they were like broken for a bit. And so what was the thing with the frost? Did they like tweak the wrong number or were people just stupid and played the game badly? Well, no. What happened is the players that know what they're doing read the patch notes. Uh, and they saw, oh, they're buffing Unholy. So all the all the capable players respect. went to Unholy because they saw buffs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And all the players that just play casually didn't even know there was a change. So they just kept doing whatever they're doing. I don't and think I've like, played oh, that hardcore. I still always read the patch notes for my character. I, it's kind no, of important. I, there's people that literally do not. I I got really tired of talking to this these guys on Blizzard Watch that like casual doesn't even describe them. It's like they're comatose players. Oh wow! There's a guy who was saying how he he literally asked in the question area, um, are they ever going to make it so that there's like, there's less spells, because his keyboard only goes up to nine. Oh my god. And it's like, and people are showing him screenshots, like, well, here's how I do have mine. And they have two hotbars. And it's like, I can almost fit them all on there. And there's, like, one tryhard that showed, like, well, here's my five hotbars. And here's how I have my macros set up. And the guy was like, I don't even know, I don't know what mod you guys are running, but I'm not gonna bother uh, tweaking my computer to make it run different. It's like, this is an option in the settings menu. Right. 
like they're literally this incompetent and that's again that's just who blizzard makes the game for sure (laughs) and i have to remind myself of that i i still get to live vicariously through you when it comes to world warcraft and still so much like a lot has changed but so much hasn't (laughs) i spent the last week in alteric valley i was oh yeah yeah they did they brought that back and it sounds like they did it properly too it well it's interesting uh, it's been changing. Every week there's a new strategy. It used to last three hours. Yeah, that used to be a, a commitment. Yeah. So when this event started, it was a three-hour commitment. And uh, it, it was just, it was great. It got to the point where people signed it out and said, actually, it's faster if we just, like, roll over and let the horde win every time. Oh, God. So everyone would, like, turtle in the mines, and then the match ends, and you get an end-of-match XP bonus. Sure. That's mathematically faster than playing the game. I feel like when I played it, it never lasted three hours, though. I feel like it was typically 45 minutes to an hour. Well, I think when you played, it was uh, like it, it was actually like a it was like a battleground thing, right? Yes. Because I think in like classic days, it was actually like an open part of the world, and oh, it was really? like a thing on the map. Oh, yeah, no, like no, no, running. Okay, so I missed that version of it. Because yeah, when when it first came out, it was like they balanced it wrong, and it would take like two or three days to finish. That's crazy. Also, like there kind were people of... like taking shifts and going like, "Hey, I, hey guys, I have to go to work. Uh, everyone, focus on like regrouping materials and bringing the stuff in, and just defend for a little bit until the the night shift guys come in." And it always felt weird to me because it was set up like you could, if you were low level, like you could go kill like, wolves or whatever, and get pelts and bring them back. And that would do something. It would make your NPCs stronger or whatever. And it seemed like a really needless thing to do when you could just follow the group and kill people and have fun. Yeah. So I guess if it was set up as a a world zone, that makes more sense. Yeah, and what's cute about that is part of this uh, anniversary event is that if you focus on that stuff, there's a separate quest just for doing the the little sub-quests for materials and wolf pelts and stuff. If you focus on that, you get this new, like, HD version of the mount. Oh, that's cool. So you get, like, a really cool-looking goat or wolf. Nice. Um, yeah, and so when this came out, everybody was focusing on that. Now that everybody has the mount, they're like, well, just rush it real quick and we can win. I suppose. It, it, <laughs> it's sort of it taking some of the fun out, because I was really enjoying those long matches. Yeah, by the time I ended it, a lot of the, the strat was like, okay, who can rush to the end first? And it was really a race to uh to kill the boss. And that was at the point where they uh you could still use like PvE gear and, and PvP and it was good. And so someone would come in with raid gear to tank. And oftentimes it was me, and that was a lot of fun because I'd get to put on my like you know, fifty thousand plus health at the time, which was a lot, and like defense capped or whatever and then armor capped yeah. and all this shit and then just be like no one can kill me right now this is great because we have like two healers and then like 38 people just blowing up the boss but i it definitely took away from it when it's just like okay we can like beat this in 12 minutes yeah i um i really like tanking in pvp i've been playing the monk which is like the drunken master yep and there's a pvp skill you get where you kind of do a kick where you like backflip and pull somebody like 20 yards behind you. Okay. You just like throw them. So I'll stand on a bridge and I'll just like jump out and toss somebody off at the side of the bridge. Nice. 
Um, the other thing I like to do is just like, okay, I'll defend the graveyard because they can't kill me. So I'm just sitting there and I'm like drinking because I just <laughs> I have a lot of booze on my character's inventory. Nice. And like somebody would like walk up to me and goes like, are you actually drinking like in the middle of a PvP thing? And one of my inventory items is an empty bottle that I can just like throw at somebody. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's like, man, this is this is what I like about Warcraft. I haven't done this stuff in a while. I miss, I, I still miss some of the twinking stuff. That was always really fun. I had a level 19 Frost Mage, and all I did is I, I just, it was all stamina, and then I think um, some intellect spell uh, enchants on his, like, item, so I had enough mana. And then I think he was an engineer, so I had, like, stun bombs. And my whole point was, like, my goal was just, like, I'm going to be the annoying person that never dies. I'm not going to do enough damage, because I'm using level 1 Frostbolt, because that casted faster, and it put a slow on people. So just run around the map throwing bombs and then slowing people down and stunning them and then running away. <laughs> and it was so fun because I was being like the the most obnoxious person on the map getting no kills. Yeah, but it's fun. That was a good time. The other thing I liked was uh, that I've been playing the Feral Druid. Feral Druids are great. And I, I, I didn't mention about this event though, but the XP is insane. Oh, yeah. Like it's bonkers. I'm gaining, like, two levels an hour. Oh, wow. I suppose when there's, like, so 120 levels now. Yeah, so I'm just, like, I'm going through all my alts that I never caught up during this expansion. And just getting, like, one of each class ready for the next expansion, pretty much. Cool. So I hop on Druid, and say, like, ah, I never played Druid. Well, you know, but it's like, this is free XP. I'll just do it. I was having so much fun with the stealth. Yeah. And all the, like, the bleeds and stuff that they have built in. It's really good in PvP, the Feral Druid. Yeah, it, it took a I, bit for them to do that, but by the time I quit, that was a very viable character to play. Yeah, and it just keeps getting better. Did, did you hear they split um, Feral into a tank spec and a DPS spec? That's interesting, because there was always technically like a difference if you were going to be Feral PvP or... Or not Feral PvP, but PV, tank or DPS, right? Like It was the one yeah. single tree... But depending on which one you did, you're like, oh, I'm going to take the armor versus I'm going to take the damage. Yeah, I always liked the idea of being flexible, but they, they decided to isolate them out. I don't know so how much I like that. now Druid has four specs. Yeah. That, that's kind of weird. God, that's so expensive to be a Druid. Because <laughs> if you're a good Druid, you have specs for, you have armor for everything, and then you have some armor for PvP. So they took out PvP armor. They did? And they made it so a lot of other armor is flexible. So if you swap two balance the agility becomes int. They did that a while ago, didn't they? Yeah, and it's like, what's the point of any of this? Then? Kind of. I mean, it's a it's a quality of life thing that makes everything easier, and that's great, but it's also like, why even give out gear? It's weird, because that room literally removes some of the carrot on a stick, at least for that class. Because you're getting no, less sets of literally gear, everything. and you're, you're enchanting less things, you're uh, mostly, you're gemming less things, like, the whole point of the game is to play the game and get more gear. And if you need six sets to be viable as your character, that's a lot of shit you gotta collect. So that's weird. It, yeah. But now you can get more it, non-combat pets. A lot more. Mm -hmm. I got bees. Oh, I never you had see bees. The little, the, the little bumblebees they put in? Nope, I never got those. I didn't know they did that. They're so cute. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah, so it's like, I like that there are improvements. You know, that's neat. Mm -hmm. But also, it's like, eh, don't change too much. Sure. I don't know. So, did you hear how they're doing the level squish? 
No. We might have talked about this during the the BlizzCon episode, but they're they're changing it so now if you make a new character, you, you there's like a new island that you start on, and you go from one to ten, and then you can pick what expansion you want to play through. So you can just say like, oh, I really like Wrath of the Lich King, and so it'll just send you there, and you go from ten to fifty, and then at fifty you can start current content, which is Shadowlands. Huh. Yeah, so it's like you can pick any of the expansions and just like, I'm going to do the whole panda story, and then you wrap that up, and then you move on. Honestly, that sounds like a great idea. I kind of like it. There's, of course, people like upset about that, too. Well, yeah, because it's a Blizzard game. Yeah, but it's like you said, you like to used to uh, do the twinking, Mm -hmm. and it's like levels don't matter anymore. Yeah. So it's bittersweet. Like, this sounds like a step forward, but it's also weird. I just like the idea because when I back in my day when I had to play the game in level alts, it was oh you get to play the same content over and over and over again and you memorize it and you download add-ons to make questing easier so it goes faster because it's miserable. And so the idea of being like you know what, it's been a while since I leveled through Wrath of the Lich King. Let's do that. Or in my case, if I started up again, oh I've never played this expansion. I'll level through this, but now I'm at the new expansion, so I'm not behind. So for new players, this is a great idea for a lot of reasons. And for old players who haven't played in a while or just, like, don't want to fucking do it but have, like, nostalgia for certain regions, also great. Like, there's literally no downsides to this unless you're a baby who wants to bitch about World of Warcraft. Pretty much. That's a very succinct way to put it. And I'm almost surprised. Like, that's, like, a good game design thing from Blizzard. How dare you? You made Overwatch. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm still looking forward to Overwatch 2 coming out, because, man, it's going to be a whole new stuff for people to complain about. Uh, uh. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited for the new characters that I'm going to get while not buying Overwatch 2. Did you see, like, the progression system? I did not. You can level up now. Interesting. You can already you do get, that. Like, there's, like, a talent tree and stuff. So That's new. Like, you can spec Genji where, like, you know how his ult is you have a sword? Mm-hmm. You can change it so when he swings, it's like a it's like Link where he shoots a laser forward. But it's just as lethal. Okay. You just know people are going to throw a fit that they... I worked so hard to unlock that ability and I can't use it in the multiplayer. It's like, no, you can't. Oh, so multi- this is all PvE. Yeah. You know what, though? The, the more work they put into PvE is the more emphasis on me to like buy it right like because if they actually make a good pve system i'm game but their pve thus far i I haven't really liked that much like you do like the the encounters twice you get your loot boxes and then you never do them again until the next year so you get your free loot box so that they're actually putting a lot of like design thought into it is exciting for me and i also want it nowhere near pvp because i don't have to memorize more shit well and you know that's a good point. If they make a good PvE game, then that's good. Mm-hmm. It's just everything they've shown off has literally been the multiplayer maps, like, reskinned. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have any faith in this at all. All the new costume redesigns are bad, and all the gameplay elements they've shown off are bad. Right. So, I, I just, I do not care. <laughs> I feel like those podcasts that would, like, bitch about Destiny... For like six months straight, because that's all they played was Destiny. But Blizzard is our destiny. Yeah, it is. 
And so I gotta, like, hand it to him for, like, keeping us captivated and coming back despite, like, design flaws we perceive and, and strongly believe are there. Because it's like, I guess there's enough of a hook that we still play the games, right? And it's been a little bit since we played Overwatch, but... You, even Joe and me were talking, like, the other day. It's like, oh, it's been a while since we played Overwatch. We should play Overwatch again. It's like, yeah, but I Halo... Missed, man, I missed the whole Mercy event. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sucks. I'll never get that costume. Oh, well, okay. they'll do it again in a year. Um, no, they've never repeated those. Oh, really? Yeah, the Diva one. I didn't know that. That's weird. The Lucia one, yeah. Can you not like have an option to buy it and? Um... Nope. Really? Because isn't there like the anniversary event? You can just buy anything. Yeah, but not that. Oh wow. Yeah. What the fuck, Blizzard? <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to take that. Yeah, it's weird. But I like it. I, I they, this is what kind of bugs me when things are just handed out to everybody. It, it removes the value. Yeah. So I like the idea of like seeing a skin and going like, "Oh, I never got that one." You know, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I lost. I lost a lot of friends arguing about Warcraft Classic. That's and too bad. It's a dumb it, thing to lose friends over. Well, I mean, not let me, friends. Let me phrase probably, it this but... way. I realized a lot of people weren't my friends over World <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, when Classic came out, my my Battle.net friend list, um, just full Classic, 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 Classic. Across the board, there's like 20 people. That, oh, they all came back for Classic. Two weeks later, they're all playing retail, which they said they wouldn't do until the next expansion comes out. Sure. And it's like, okay, so two weeks, it, the one thing you've been crying about for the last three years came out. And you got bored of it in two years and all or two weeks, and already folded on your whole boycott Blizzard argument. And it's like, yeah, I don't need any of these people in my life. I'm sorry, what? They probably realize that classic is hard, or or they got bored of it because they finished it because they've done it already. Like, a, there's a lot of people that really, in their minds, they thought it was a harder game than it was. Sure. Because they didn't realize there were YouTube guides, and they had to. They remember with their friends trying to figure out this dungeon, and it's like, yeah, but you've run it two thousand times now, right? You know, my my big thing has always been the time commitment, right? I remember like feeling nostalgic and like going to YouTube, like I'm gonna watch a run through of this dungeon. Oh, that's like an hour and a half. Fuck that! <laughs> I'll have time for that. That's not even a raid. That's just like a five man. Yeah. So it's weird. It's uh, the community's the worst. Like going back to League of Legends, man, Blizzard's a lot worse than League of Legends. <laughs> I feel like people weren't ever mean the same way in a Blizzard game, though, as they were in League of Legends. And uh, I, I get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of me. I don't know. I feel like when I was leveling up and pretty new to the game. People were largely really nice to me, but this is also around Burning Crusade, and maybe it was just kind of a different time back then. Or I just got lucky with like the guilds. No, and groups back I was then it was different. Yeah. Um. No, there was a point in uh, somewhere between Wrath of Lich King and Cataclysm when like War- World of Warcraft is the number one game ever, and they're hitting the highest numbers. The more popular something gets, the more human garbage shows up. Yeah, that's a. It's like Murphy's Law, but with video games. And the more the more people with taste get tired of that, they leave before the garbage people do. Sure. So it gets to a point where, like, I, sincerely, 
every single expansion is always the worst one ever. And you know that last one? It wasn't so bad. You know, I'm I'm kind of missing Cataclysm now that we have these stupid pandas. And that, oh, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm missing those pandas now that we have the stupid time travel. It's like you know, right. I'm kind of missing the time travel now that we have the stupid demons. Yeah, that sounds pretty pretty familiar. Just nonstop. Like that's kind of why I started that comic was just because it's like everyone likes to complain. I guess I'll do a comic about complaining. I'm trying to think of how much I heard of that when Burning Crusade came out because that was the first expansion, and I feel like there was some of it because you didn't need 40 people to do raids anymore. Like they cut it back, and so it was a little easier and a little more accessible. It was still a pain in the ass getting 25 people together and beating these bosses. But you needed... It was less, right? It was a lot less to focus on. It was a lot less to, to manage. And I think there was some of that. This just, just doesn't feel as epic. You know, like, it, it, it's not not what I re- really remember the glory days of being. But I think on the whole, people were still pretty excited just because it was, like, the first time there was brand new content for the game. And the content was and cool. A lot. And there's a lot of, like, expansions to the lore and new stuff and new 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 abilities and and, and uh, professions and so I, I really got lucky with World of Warcraft I think I played at a really good time where people were largely positive and willing to help each other yeah you you probably played at the most correct time to play um I was watching the the Wrath of the Lich King trailer the the music gives you chills the tragedy of hearing the quote from Arthas's father the the irony that the quote is about him being crowned, um, because someday Arthas would be king of humanity, but you see him now as the king of death, and it's like, it's so, like emotionally gripping. Yeah. And then on top of that, you see this unending army of skeletons, and a giant skeleton dragon comes up, and it's like this is the most threatening thing Azeroth has ever seen. Yeah, because at that and point I, they weren't. They weren't stuck in like power creep, right? It it was, but it was also narratively strong. Yeah, and so you watch this new trailer where Savannah's fights Bolvar, and it's like people are confused. <laughs> like by the end, they're like, "What happened?" It's not like the <laughs> the Wrath of the Lich King where you get chills. It's more like, "Oh, I guess Savannah showed up again." The third trailer in a row. Yeah. Okay. The magic is gone, I guess. (laughs) One of the things I remember, too, is... And I know this probably still goes on, but it seemed like certain personality types flock to certain classes, right? And so you have, like, like the ditzy people that don't know how to manage their cooldowns are all playing hunters. And the people that didn't care about aggro played mages. It it always felt... A certain kind of people always played druids. And I remember like meeting like three different druids over three different servers that I like I swear to god looking back they all had to be the same person but they weren't just cuz the way they talked the way they acted the, the stupid shit they did and I eventually like evolved into that kind of druid where it's like Chad what are, what are you doing it's like oh I'm trying to get this fucking non combat pet so I'm going to kill a thousand of these today before I go to bed It's like why it's like I don't know cuz everything else is boring and I can Do you want me to help you do something or it, it, I don't know, and I, st- I really appreciate those kinds of memories I have with the game, but also yeah. that the archetypal stuff existed, and it was largely true, but I think there's a lot of, like, really good tongue-in-cheek humor to it looking back on it, because, like, one of my favorite people to play with was a hunter, and she fucking did stupid shit all the time. <laughs> it was just a wild card, but 
it was fun to play with her, and that was, like, part of it. It's like, okay, I have to, like, deal with her bullshit, and I'm tanking, and she's gonna accidentally send her pets somewhere, and I have to be ready to pick that up. Well, yeah, and, I mean, Huntard was a phrase because it was true. Yeah. And what's really funny is, like, another one, um, there's a there's that guy that only plays rogues, but then there's that guy that plays undead rogue. That's a whole other tier. Yes. Where it's like, okay, if someone's an undead rogue, they're purely camping the Alliance starting zone. Yeah. Oh, with their weekend. I, I met know? that guy. Oh, God. That yeah, was everyone that has. was Brody. I met him. I used to play with him back in Burning Crusade. And then I actually physically met him at, uh, at a f- my friend's brother's wedding. He was in the wedding party. And... All we did is, like, all the people in, like, the groomsmen or whatever were, like, his guildmates in World Warcraft. And fucking Brody was, like, this specific kind of insecure bro dude who, like, named his dogs after whiskey and was like, I have to camp the Alliance. I have to show them I am better than them. And then I have to get certain enchants because they look cool, make my weapons sparkly. And, like... No other rogues are like that guy. And then I met him in person, and he was definitely that guy. And he got really mad if people, like, talked to his girlfriend. He was kind of a piece <laughs> of shit, to be honest. <laughs> like, he's a piece of shit in the game and a piece of shit in real life. But he was, like, a fun piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but, the, I mean, that's the thing. There used to be these kind of tropes and stuff. But back when you had to commit to a class, if you... If leveling a character meant something, you were picking something that you enjoyed the whole ride up to max level. It was a fucking commitment, too. Yeah. Now it's like, I literally, right now, I have a max level character in every single class. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in the mood to play a mage, I'll just, I guess I'll just pick my mage. Sure. It's just, it's not the same game anymore. I will say, though, my main is definitely Death Knight. Well, I just, I, that's the one thing I always come back to right away. That's the one, I never got mine very high. Like, I enjoyed what I played of him, and I always kept going back to my druid. I was really bad with alts. I loved role-playing, too. The, the Death Knight stuff, it's always going to be, like, edgelordy. Mm-hmm. And I remember once I was bored, and someone invited me to a Death Knight-only role-playing guild, and it's like, oh, this will be some stories. <laughs> so I joined in, and I was... The, the guild leader was ecstatic because I was literally the only person that he's ever seen playing a gnome. Oh, yeah. And it's like, like, well, is that really that big of a deal? And I showed up to the first group meeting and everyone was an elf or a worgen because mm-hmm. they wanted to be as big as possible. I think mine like, was Oh, everyone orc. here is overcompensating for something. Yeah. And so I was the only person with variety. And it was so great because, like, there was this, <laughs> we had, like, a group meeting and uh, this is like when the Legion was attacking Azeroth again, and the the demon hunters were let out of the jail. And it's like someone said, "Should we should we let or should we team up with the demon hunters to fight the demons?" And so we held a, an official like council meeting, and uh, it was it was really cute. Everyone in the room was like, um, "Like okay, let's take a vote." And they start on one side, and it was like, "Okay, you, um, Hearth Hammer, Blood." cry what do you think like yes and then the next person like yes i think we should and the next person yes yeah yes and they got to my gnome and i could picture the camera like panning and then and like, it has to, like shifting stop down and, yeah pan down <laughs> yeah and then my character <laughs> like i wrote up an essay like there was this whole like debate 
dissertation um questioning like what the definition of a demon hunter is and how like if these are the followers of Illidan the betrayer do we want to blah 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 like I went on this whole tangent and you know I can type pretty fast right so I it wasn't holding up anything I was like paragraph 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 nice. <laughs> it's like so in conclusion no and then it pans to the next person it's like, uh, yes it's like okay the eyes have it and it was this terrific moment where there was no reason for my character to go on this whole tangent, but that's a gnome thing to do. Yes. Because she was clearly outvoted by that point anyways. So it honey was giggles. really funny. That was Yetzir Gnome. Honey Giggles. Yeah, Honey Giggles. I fucking love Honey I, Giggles. I love her, man. She's great. She's the best. Um, Because she's also like so mean. I remember that, that same night somebody was new and they walked in and they... they they literally went into the guild chat for like out of character stuff and complained that I was present because they thought this was a serious guild. <laughs> and the GM like he he was he was about to like kick them and I told him like no 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 it's I'm a gnome. <laughs> Just let's drop it. <laughs> and I remember their character like walked up to me and said something like really like antagonistic. And I don't remember exactly the wording, but it came back with something really like sharp, really fast. Yeah. And they they literally left the room, <laughs> <laughs> like they were embarrassed that they got talked back to, and that everyone was taking my side. It was really, it should have been more awkward, but it was a fun night. I feel like you're good at uh, character writing, right? Like, because I know Honey Giggles because of your World of Warcraft comic. And I really like that character because of the things you basically just said. Like, she's clearly small, she talks a lot, she's very angry and sharp, but doesn't take shit from people. Like, she's really fun to, to, to spend time with. Like, she's a fun character, and then she's a great foil to your Torin, who is like, I want to fish and be lazy. And I've, I've been enjoying the D&D with you because you're, you're largely good at, like, impromptu and stuff. Like, you can put up with our bullshit and, like, make it work. And I know this week's session was weird, but but we got through it, and it worked, and it was fun. And, like, I, I kind of wish you would try at some point, like, more long-form writing. I'm kind of curious what you could do. I don't know if I can. I think the closest thing to long-form writing I've done is that comic, mm -hmm. which isn't that long if you take the dialogue. <laughs> There's a lot going on, though. I mean, you're basically taking the prose part of describing stuff and just drawing pictures. I mean, so... I suppose. Like, the idea of, like, a, a picture's worth a thousand words. There is a certain truth to that. Like, you could spend a thousand words describing a scene that you could draw in, like, two panels or a panel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I, it as, might be fair, right? One of these days, I'll write something, I guess. I, I like... I'm I, not that great of a writer. I, I think... I think you do pretty. I think you do good at dialogue, which is largely the most important part. Because like, if people talk like people, the stuff around it to me is a bit less important. As long as the people feel like real characters and the stuff they are interacting with is like a genuine reaction, because that's storytelling. Everything else is sort of window dressing and just like execution. And yeah, sometimes the execution can be sloppy, but you can overlook sloppy execution if the characters are good, if the plot's cool, if if people are acting like people. And I think you have that down you've done enough where you've practiced that and, and understand it maybe but, but back to what we were talking about D&D though um this is a little off topic but I got these smart lights 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So they have these like built-in features that are, it's like, I want to say impractical, but it's like technically they can do it, so why not include these features? Mm Mm-hmm. So one of the things you can do, it, it's actually, they're kind of nice light bulbs. You can pick different kinds of white. Oh, wow. Like, there's a million colors. It, it has a whole, like, selector thing on the app. And it's like a color picker. You pick anything. So there's, like, natural warm lights or pure white or just kind of dim, you know? But you can do something like just a bright green. And you can set it to flicker like a candle. So you can have, like, a warlock bedroom. Oh, that's cool. And what I realized was you can actually, you can also save these as, like, presets. That So, like, one tap of the button and just goes to warlock bedroom. Sure. And I was realizing that, like, I could literally, if I had a house, we would have a dedicated Dungeons & Dragons room. And when you guys, like, summon a demon or something, the lights would go out and then, like, one by one, the green flames would light up. Oh, that would be cool. You know, stuff like that could happen. I've been having a lot of fun with these lights. <laughs> <laughs> but also they're nice. They're actually like they're they're more energy efficient and brighter than my regular light bulbs I had. Oh, there you go. I think they're called Lifix. It's like L I F X. Do you have to like use um, an app to use them or can they just like if... you, Well, you you have to use an app. You you can just plug them in and they'll turn on, but just like you're just paying too much for a light bulb at that point. Yeah. Um, but that's not like th- these are so easy. You literally you screw it in and then sync it to the app and that's it. Okay. Like there's no third step that I was look I was doing research. Some of these, like if you go to Phillips, you need like a dedicated hub that ties in with your Apple home account and it's like all these steps and stuff. These Lifix ones are just literally screw it in. Yeah, it's good. That's nice. And as someone who owns a home I don't. I don't want a dedicated hub. No. The other thing I like with Lifix is it has a uh, like you can set it based on the sun, so it automatically like turns on a, a dim light as the sun goes down, and you can set it to like kind of dim out when you normally go to bed anyway. Oh, cool. You know, so you can kind of like you, if you want to, you could do something that's just set to like your normal life schedule. Sure. And it takes care of itself. Nice. It, it's a really nice product. I'm impressed. Sounds pretty cool. Um, we're far enough in. I don't even want to do a glad space real quick, or if that's yours. You know, I feel like that is mine, but I had another one. Do you want to? Do you want to talk for a bit? Um, God, I. Okay, so I already talked about the kitty. Uh, the kitty is definitely like a glad space, but I've put five or six minutes into the kitty of this show. The, the one I, I want to mention is something that actually happened yesterday. I'm working on a song. Uh, I'm doing a cover of a Taylor Swift song. It's really stupid. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I, I've, I've been fighting with the guitarist trying to get them to sound right because I'm A-being it with my reference track, which is a death metal song. And I'm just like, what are they doing that I'm doing wrong? And I'm looking at my amp thing. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I just need to like actually watch a tutorial on how to use this thing. So I go to YouTube and I type them in and I scroll past all the ads that are trying to like, hey, look how easy this is to use sponsored by this amp, you know, or this amp. And... I find one, it, the guy doesn't really speak English, and he's just, like, not a lot of talking. He's basically just, like, playing around with all the buttons, and, like, this is how he's setting it up. And it's like, oh, I'm literally missing step one. I never did step one, which is to set up a, a, a virtual, like, kind of, like, stomp box kind of thing that like you'd put in it on a guitar to make it 
to give it that metallic sound. So it's not like a, you know, you're going from almost like acoustic to not acoustic, right? Like that, that leap. And then I watched him set up this amp. And so I started setting mine up kind of in a similar fashion and I started tweaking it to my taste. And I have a really, really good guitar sound now. And looking at it through a spectrometer to measure like the Hertz range looks like an actual electric guitar where before I was like miss, I had like gaps in it. And I don't know if this makes any sense, but it was really, really great. I was super fucking happy. I was like, I have a great guitar sound. I can actually, like, make this fit. It sounds really big and beefy and, and like, huge. I can throw some reverb on here, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, you shouldn't put reverb on guitars unless unless it's for a specific spot. But, you know, I can I can mess with it in, a, in the proper way now. And so I'm really happy that I, I did that, and it's great. That's really good. I'm glad you found that. Yeah, though. and I really want to remix my, my album now because <laughs> I fucking did it wrong for all nine songs. So actually, that kind of makes me wonder, though, like, are you thinking about your next album? Oh, yeah. I want to, I know what I want to do. I kind of know what, what weird sounds I want to combine. I want to work with people. I want to get Matt involved. I would. I think it'd be fun to get you involved in more than just artwork. I'm just trying to figure out how. Um, I would like to get my friend Thomas involved, who plays guitar. I'd like to get my brother involved, who can sing and scream. I'd, I think it'd be kind of fun to get my mom involved. She's got a really good soprano voice. So I want to, whatever my next album is, like, I want to get... I want to make it a collaborative thing and just be like, hey, you want to make stuff. I know you've talked about it. Let's fucking make something and I'll be like the director because I can do the heavy lifting because I want to do it anyways. So let's get, you know, get fun people involved that I would like to work with, like friends and family. That sounds fun. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot harder to be director when I actually have to do it and be like, okay, I didn't like that. You need to redo it (laughs) because it's hard to tell people to do that. But uh, worry about that when the time comes. Yeah, I, <clears throat> it's not easy, <laughs> for sure. Like, for someone like Matt or Thomas, who are, like, accomplished guitarists and know how to, like, make music, they'll get it, right? Like, okay, I wish you could, you know, could you do this take one more time, but do this, or whatever. They'll be like, oh yeah, let's do that. Like, they'll be more on board, versus someone like uh, certain friends of mine who, who are like, it'd be really fun to sing on an album. And it's like, okay, but I'm going to need you to, like, be in key and on time and, and all this other stuff, right? Like, you actually have to do that. And if you're not, I'm, I'm not going to, like, I don't want to auto-tune it. That's a pain in the ass. And that's the thing. I could probably give you stuff, but you won't like it. I don't know <laughs> what I, I don't know if I do. can nail it better. Because you have that automaton, and I know you sent me, like, a bit that I sent you, and I was, like, fucking with it. And it's like, this sounds weird. I don't know if it sounds good, but... I think there's that on... a use for it. Have you heard, like, good automaton... Uh, like YouTube videos. Yes, you've sent me some that are very impressive, doing like video game covers. It's possible. Um, if I if I know exactly what I'm trying to do, I can I could probably do better. But it would th- take probably some work on your end also to like autocorrect it. Well, and I think the problem with that that instrument or that toy <laughs> is that it falls in a very like specific frequency range, and so you can't you can't add low end. If you if you like throw a saturation plug in on something, you're adding high end to it. Uh, and so to make something sound like big and impressive, you need like mid range and low end. And so when you have something that's more of a treble instrument, yeah, there's not a lot of like bass to that, right? It has a very very specific frequency range that you can't do much to. And so it, there's a certain level of like, how do you fuck with that in a fun way? <laughs> And 
No, and to be fair, what you sent me earlier, I think, was um, you had it set like an octave higher than what you're doing right now. Did you ever see that video of uh, that mall that was flooding? No. A mall was flooding. There was like a pipe burst or something, and it was like a foot deep. Oh, wow, that's a lot of water. They had a live band up on a stage, so they were playing the that music from the Titanic. Awesome. <laughs> and like while people are like up on the second floor we're just walking by it was so funny and they were doing a good job too it's a beautiful rendition of uh my heart will go on uh, yeah you know well this will be fun if we end up working on something together i would like there's a lot of things um, i would like to work on together with you i know i'm sure opinions or, or the comics podcast last week that you know we have that comic book idea right like i still like am holding on to that i've not forgot about that idea i think there's I, legitimately a good story there there is legitimately a good story there i sincerely think you should find a decent artist for it no i want to work with my good friend cameron i think we could do something else like i can do that children's book about buying a house i want to do that too i feel like that'd be easier because there's a lot less pages <laughs> Well, it's also like that's a that's an art thing I can do. I could do a children's book. I think we have a really cool comic book idea that a professional comic artist could actually like. We can ham up the cartoon style though. If you don't think you can nail like some of the serious no. stuff, I don't mind cartoon. I don't think the cartoon style is right fit for it. I think if it looked like a knockoff of The Walking Dead, it would be perfect. I think it's too stupid for that. No, that's what makes it funny. This, I guess. The, the idea that it's self-serious with the stupid things happening is what would make it great. I don't know. My, my favorite, like, comedy comic books are very cartoony, though. So, like, I always kind of pictured it kind of cartoony. Anyways, we'll work on stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a <clears throat> conversation to have for a different day. My other thing I want to talk about, um, I went and saw a movie. Oh, what movie did you see? White Snake. Oh, like the band. No... Oh. Like, literally a white snake. Oh, okay. Um, You didn't hear about this? No. It won all manner of awards back in January. Hmm. And they recently uh, they released it in the U.S. in a limited capacity. So I got to go see that. And it was a wonderful little film. What's it about? Not a little film. It was a wonderful film. Uh, do, are you? How familiar are you with, like, ancient Chinese secrets? Uh, they go pee-pee in the Coke? Um, so that's part of it. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a time where if, uh, like, there's actually, there's a medicine you could make from snakes. Like, basically a functional snake oil. Okay. And there, there are, like, medicine experts in China that knew how to make that. So if there was a really bad season... Sometimes farmers that couldn't pay their taxes would literally just collect snakes and turn in the snakes in lieu of the crop that they couldn't grow. Oh, wow. So there was a time where, like, during bad seasons, there were people that were pretty much just snake hunters. So this movie is kind of about, like, a fantasy of, like, professional snake hunters. That's cool. That's a really great premise. And that this one snake hunter falls in love with a beautiful woman that turns out to be a snake demon. Oh, sure. So it's kind of like uh, an Inuyasha-style thing, where there's a simple romance going on that's also... Like, it it gets bigger and more anime as the movie goes on. You had me at Sashomaru. It was was really good. 
I think that limited release is the right way to do it because it reminded me of like a play. Oh, okay. Do you, do you like Chinese plays? I've never seen a Chinese play. There's like a story structure thing that comes out of Hollywood that you're accustomed to. Right. This isn't that. Okay. So the pacing is a little weird. There's a, a uh, there's a, there's a, like a fox demon who looks like a 11 year old girl that's dressed scantily and that upsets some people. Like it's this is clearly not made for U.S. sensibilities. Sure. In a more objective sense, if you're if you understand some Chinese culture, if you like the animation, it, I thought it was really good. It sounds cool. So look up White Snake, watch the trailer. You'll probably know if you want to watch the movie or not. Okay. But I had a lot of fun. I had to go to this little art house theater, and it was very cute. All the all the employees there were their thick rim glasses, and I wanted to strangle them. And they're all very polite. Oh, it, it is an animated movie then. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I just on the the official dub trailer. I didn't even watch it dubbed. I, <laughs> when, I had to wait late for the subtitle version. I, I usually prefer subtitles, but... Well, it's got a nice style to it. It's very colorful, which is cool. Like, very vibrant. It It's animated really well. Yeah. It's just, sometimes they'll do things like the characters will pose funny that, like... It reminds me of, like, a puppet show. Okay. Where they'll, like, they'll, like fly across the screen and land very daintily in a way that you see in, like, Chinese puppet shows. Definitely, like, appreciate that, like, those stylistic things you don't normally get in Western. Yeah, that's that's half of the enjoyment. The other half of the enjoyment was it was literally just a good cartoon. Nice. So, yeah, everybody look up White Snake and other things, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, this looks cool. Um, before we leave, do you want to read emails? Uh, if we have some. Yeah, we got an email from a listener. Is it Richard? Um, it's a Richard. Oh. Uh, Richard uh, Jean-Luc Bart- Bart- Bartleby. Oh, no, not that one. And he writes in a correction. Um, Plo Koon actually flies a Delta Seven Aether Sprite Interceptor, not an A-Wing. So thank you, Jean-Luc. I forgot that. I don't think you could pay me to give a fuck about that. I bet I could. Yeah, you know, you probably could. Five point two million dollars. Did you hear about the Disney Plus version of a uh, A New Hope? No. So you you know how like originally Han would shoot first? Yeah. And they changed that to correct it so he's a good guy. Yeah. Well, they changed it again. Only for Disney Plus. Only for Disney Plus, now, you get the good version. No, no, now before before Greedo shoots first, he shouts Malacca, and then he shoots first. What does Malacca mean? No one knows, and he's never said it before. <laughs> it's like George, George Lucas left. Stop doing this to us. I guess the real question is: It Star Wars as garbage or Disney? It it's interesting. Um, this is an edit George Lucas put together. It never actually made it to release. So technically, it's the most current version of the director's intent. So that's what they released. Okay. But it's weird because it wasn't even a released version, so why bother? Malaka. If I type that in, what comes up? Greek is a commonly used profane Greek slang word with a variety of different meanings, but literally meaning man who masturbates. (laughs) Did you see that deleted scene where, like, Han Solo kisses a gal before she leaves? No. Originally, there was, like, a space hooker on him, and then, like, they kiss, and she walks away when Greedo shows up. 
Huh. And they just like, George keeps retconning it. It's like, well, well, no, he's actually a good guy, so. George needs to stop, which thankfully he has. <laughs> so anyways, thanks again for the correction, Jean-Luc. Yeah, I guess Star Wars and nerd. like anyone else out there, you can write at opinionsarecheap at gmail.com. Hey, if you want to hear what Jean-Luc really thinks about Star Wars, listen to episode 169 of the Comics Podcast. Yeah, you know, the, um, the last few shows you guys have done have been really good. Thank you. I think I still say it. My only critique with the show is you guys need, like, a better opening. Oh. Like, not a cold open. I mean, like, you guys need, like, a theme song or... Yeah, I don't... Some little sound bite that's like the show open. Sure. Because when I when I listen to my podcasts, I tend to just like whatever's the most recent downloaded and go through them. And sometimes it's like it will seamlessly go from one person's show into Jean Luc talking, and I literally don't realize the show's changed, <laughs> and it confuses me. Because there's there's some other shows that are not super professional, so they don't have like closes either. Sure. And so it's just it's like just to have a theme song. Oh man, apparently the new Lois Lane is now on an event Leviathan tie-in and is really bad. Which sucks, because like, the first five issues of that have been really good, and I haven't read the sixth one, but I don't know what event Leviathan is, but Jean-Luc and Alex are both really fucking pissed in the chat room that <laughs> I'm in with them. So it's like, oh, that's I guess there goes that as, you know, comic of the year contender. <laughs> well, that's a shame. This year in comics has been a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, you guys actually crazy. like like Batman now? Batman's had a couple of good issues and mostly bad issues. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe, yeah. But uh And then Sonic is like stagnating a bit. A little bit, but it's still like better than most comics out there. It's just, what a weird uh what a weird year for comics. Sonic's been like, we had a great hook, let's do that for five months in a row. And it's like, what if you move the story along, please? Did we ever? Did we talk about like what our version of a Sonic story would be? Um, we we've done Sonic Boom fan fiction, but I don't know if we've done like a legit Sonic story. I wonder. This might be a fun topic when uh, it gets closer to the movie. Yeah, we can talk about what a what a Sonic movie should be. I think part of our you know we still have to watch the the first Sonic movie. We're gonna do a watch along of that. Yeah. Maybe next week. I think part of our problem is we get really drunk when we do this show. We don't fucking remember what we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. we end up spending another hour and a half talking about Blizzard. <laughs> 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 well, I hope everyone out there is having a wonderful um, holiday season. Yeah. And if you're not, I hope you're having a wonderful other season. Yeah. I'm going to go play with my kitty. Yeah, kitty. You guys have a good times. Bye. Sleep tight. I kisses. I love you.